0: My own brain broke one beautiful late August day in 1996. I became disoriented and terrified and descended into a spiral of helplessness and hopelessness. Let me tell you my story. My Broken Brain Learning, thinking, and speaking were always easy for me. My brain never failed me. In college, I learned thousands of Chinese characters. In medical school, the intricate patterns and the names of our anatomy, the bones, muscles, organs, the vessels, and nerves, they all mapped effortlessly into my mind. And the complex pathways of physiology and biochemistry, well, they were clear to me after one lecture and just reading my notes. I ran four miles every day to medical school, and I took detailed notes in my classes, able to simultaneously listen to, remember, and write down nearly every word my professor spoke. At the end of the day, I ran back to my apartment, did yoga for an hour, ate a freshly prepared whole foods meal and studied without any distraction or loss of focus for three hours every night. And then I crawled into bed, fell peacefully asleep within five minutes, and slept very deeply for seven hours. And the next day, I got up and I did it all over again. That rhythmic life broke down, as it does for all physicians in training when I entered the hospital and I started pushing my body and my mind beyond their limits, and I did regular 36-hour shifts on top of an occasional 60-hour shift, you know, from Friday morning to Monday evening. When I went to practice as a small-town family physician in Idaho, I worked a shortened schedule of only 80 hours a week, seeing 30 patients a day, delivering babies, and working in the emergency room. From Idaho, I went to China for a year, and I breathed in the coal-soaked, mercury-laden air before I landed back in Massachusetts working a crazy schedule of shifts in an inner city emergency room. And suddenly, or so it appeared at the time, my brain broke, along with the rest of my body. Sitting with patients, I often couldn't remember what they just said or where I was in eliciting their story. I tried to take careful notes and keep track, but I couldn't focus on conversations. I I couldn't remember anybody's name. I started taking pictures and writing down personal details about my patients, to serve as my peripheral memory so I wouldn't embarrass myself the next time I spoke to them. During lectures I had to give as part of my job, I get lost in the middle of a sentence, and I had to ask the audience what I just said. When I read a book, I had to go over passages again and again just to glean any meaning. At night, I read my children bedtime stories, but I had to robotically mouth the words because I couldn't actually simultaneously read aloud and actually understand what I just read. Sleep eluded me. Exhausted and bone-weary, I would lie down in bed at night and remain sleepless for hours. After finally drifting off, I would wake the next morning feeling as if I had never slept. Depression and anxiety, which I had never known before, became constant companions. At times, I just felt like I couldn't go on any longer, and my capacity for pleasure and laughter faded into a distant memory. The worse my body felt "'the worse my brain functioned. "'If my stomach was bloated and swollen and I had diarrhea, "'then I couldn't think or sleep. "'If my tongue was inflamed or my eyes swollen and red, "'I became depressed. "'If my muscles ached and I twitched, I couldn't focus. "'If I felt that bone-weary fatigue, "'I would forget what I was saying in the middle of a sentence "'or why I just walked into a room.' Some doctors said I was depressed and recommended antidepressants. Psychiatrists suggested anti-anxiety drugs. My family doctor prescribed sleeping medication. A neurologist told me I had ADD and I needed stimulants. Others said I had chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia. All I knew was that my brain was broken. My focus was gone, my mood depressed, my memory fleeting, and my body wasn't working. All at once I couldn't pay attention, remember, or experience any joy or happiness. It was as if I had suddenly contracted three terrible diseases—attention deficit disorder, depression, and dementia. How could my brain have failed me? The part of me that was the strongest suddenly became my weakest link. What happened? What I experienced was extreme, and I hid it from the rest of the world except for a few very close friends. I faked it and I tried to pull myself through every day. But after that summer day in August, when my brain broke, weary and fighting brain fog, I began to search for some answers. Piece by piece, cell by cell, body system by body system, I discovered the source and the cause of my broken brain. By combing through the medical literature, by consulting with dozens of scientists and doctors, and experimenting with my body and my mind, I slowly put myself back together again. It wasn't one thing that broke my brain. It was everything piled higher and higher until my brain and body just couldn't take any more. It seemed sudden, but it was the end of a long series of exposures to toxins, stress, and a strange infection. The trail led back to mercury poisoning from living in Beijing, China and breathing in raw coal that is used to heat homes for 10 million people and eating endless childhood tuna fish sandwiches and having a mouthful of silver or mercury fillings. I was also missing a key gene that is needed to detoxify all this mercury, and this compounded the problem. I found out about this later through careful testing. Years of sleepless nights delivering babies and working in the emergency room destroyed my body's rhythms, which I tried to bolster with quadruple espressos, giant-sized chocolate chip cookies, and mountains of chunky monkey ice cream, which I reasoned was healthy because of the bananas and walnuts. Then one late summer day in 1996, I ate or drank something up in a wilderness camp in Maine that infected my gut. That was the straw that broke the camel's back this audiobook is the story of my healing it is also the story of the discoveries i've made that hold the answer to our current epidemic of broken brains